Welcome back to the Wagon With Podcast, everybody. Hey-o. We're back in the house. Full uh, house back. Full yes. house back. Got a lot to get to, a lot to recap. Uh, but it's been a very weird week in the world of sports. Uh, Kobe Bryant, along with eight other individuals, uh, losing their lives in a tragic helicopter accident in Calabasas this week. And as we all know, that broke on Sunday. You're going to hear this podcast on Thursday. And so um, it's been a little bit of time. So we've had some time to digest it a little bit. But it doesn't make it any less uh, sad or tragic for all of the families that lost their lives on this uh, or, or had to deal with other family members that lost their lives on this tragic day. Um, and it kind of felt on Sunday like, you know, it was just a weird day to be was... watching Tiger push through a, a tournament trying to come back and win it. Um, and it just didn't really feel like golf mattered that much on that day. Um, so kind of hard to even put into words or in retrospect what it, what it kind of felt like. I thought it was just honestly probably one of the more shocking world news stories um, Ever. since September 11th, to be honest with you. I think yeah. it's like on that scale of just like, wait a minute, what? Um, and there have been a lot of tragic things that have happened out there, especially in, you know, community violence and school school violence and, and, and you know, but I think Other this is up there. Yeah. I think this is up there in terms of just the shock value of it, um, as like one of the more shocking things I think that's that's happened in the past twenty years. And oh yeah. So I'll just let you guys give your your thoughts and impressions uh, uh, of what's happened. Scotty. Uh, yeah, just completely shocked and still hard to comprehend the fact that. You know, a living sports legend of mine uh, is dead at age 41, and the rest of the families, and obviously his 13-year-old daughter. Um, I have a niece that's 13, so, like, super weird. Um, and so all of those things have, have just converged and I think made this week an interesting week as we move into, you know, a pretty big golf tournament at Torrey Pines, Super Bowl week. And the story, you know, really still in the news cycle that's dominating is the death of Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant. And so um, it's just kind of weird to really watch that tournament at Torrey once we heard the news. Um, and it kind of felt not that, as you mentioned, Steve, like not that important and not that significant to watch Mark Leachman eventually end up winning um, mm-hmm. with with so much going on. And I think most of the world specifically here on the West Coast and in L.A. are still devastated and shocked by the tragic uh, accident. I think this is going to take a, a while to, to get over. And while we have a, an exciting week ahead of us in regard to the, the Super Bowl and waste management and, and so forth, I think on Sunday what made the feeling so weird is that the entire world stopped. Not yeah. only the sports world, but also people who didn't even who don't really even know sport or not know sports or follow sports just just everybody in general stopped and mourned the death of not only Kobe but also the other eight lives and my sincerest thoughts prayers and condolences to all that was affected I, you know I, it's been a couple of days as we mentioned and I've thought a lot about it. You mentioned, Scotty, how you have a 13-year-old niece yeah. and how Gianna, she's 13 years old, and there was 
three, you know, three children on yeah. that on that plane. Kobe's wife, they had four. They have four kids. They now have like living. There's three living. Yeah, one is seven months old. Yeah, and like yeah, it right. really really hit home to me over the last. Maybe it wasn't on Sunday, but just thinking about it, like into the night on Sunday and into the night on Monday, is the fact that like life is so so short, and it can be taken away from you in a matter of seconds. There's no guarantee, and it can take been taken away from you at any point in any time. So it's so important. If anything, it serves as a reminder of how fragile life is and to live life to its fullest. Um, Kobe, I think the reason why the world stopped is because Kobe just emitted nothing but positive energy and love to every single person that he met. I unfortunately have never met him, but I've been in a room with him. And you just know somebody who is, I can't explain it, but you just know their energy. You can feel their energy. People talked about Michael Jackson. Maybe that was the last time when the world stops is when Michael Jackson probably died. But like, yeah, I think there's some differences there, but there are, but But he was larger than life. I think that's where you're getting at. Yeah. And, 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 and you know what? I understand that a lot of people are saying that he um, was just starting his next chapter and his next career and his um, just he, business, business and, and everything. And being comfortable he was as he was a starting dad. his what he said he they were start, he was just starting his second life after his life of of the sports yeah. um, athlete and at, like I said as as tragic as it is that his life was taken away he is going to be a motivator. He he taught so many people, whether it be a five-year-old child to a teenager, so many people and touched so many people's lives in such a positive way that he will obviously, like his legend will never die. He's just, he's legendary. I thank him for, for, for doing what he's done. And while he got into a little bit of uh, muddy times earlier in his life he far exceeded everything by just showing nothing but pure love and positivity with his like he he showed so much love with his family like you saw him mature throughout his career yeah and off the court i think that's that's such a beautiful thing thing. yeah and and you know his 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 life his career i guess wasn't without a little bit of controversy but i think the important thing is you you kind of remember where the where the human being was at, yeah, at the current time and what they've done to get there. And he obviously had the love and support of his wife and family, he, and and his kids. And he he was yeah starting the second chapter. I think one of the things he, you touched on that you keep you keep hearing about on TV is uh, everyone commenting on just the fact that like look, I mean, not not everybody knew him, um, but. He you, you, but energy. if this could happen to someone like him at the age of 41 and his daughter in a you know such a tragic event and as as we said earlier and and eight and eight or seven other people not including Kobe and his daughter all of these families ha- have gone through just a horrific tragic event and um if that can happen in just an instant like that on the way to a basketball game on a Sunday morning it just like it can happen to anybody. It, it just you just don't know when your time's gonna come up. So I think 
I think everyone keeps kind of saying, and I think everyone can kind of hold true to this and, and sort of take it close to them is, you know, love the people you're with, tell them that you love them and wake up and appreciate each day that you have here because you just don't know when something crazy like this is going to happen. And I will, I'll, I will say right now, I am so thankful for you, Scotty, oh. and love you, Scotty, and Steve, you know how much I love you. I so. think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And I'm thankful for you. I, I do, I, yeah, I love all you guys. There's a couple things, and of course I love you. I don't want to Are you sure? That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Scotty. Aww, I love our too. daughter who's sleeping now for once in the podcast. Thank so God. we'll see if, but, um, <laughs> You know, I, I think to, to to bring this a little bit for full circle because we are a golf podcast and we'll get to the golf. Um, there's a couple things that sort of rung true to me. We'll talk about the whole Tiger connection, but um, you know, Kobe sort of like Tiger in a lot of ways, and and he was just one of those competitors that. I grew up, everyone, most people know who listen to this podcast, I'm a Boston sports fan. I wasn't the biggest Kobe Bryant fan. <laughs> yeah. So, but always, you could always respect the competitor in right. Kobe Bryant and who he was and what he represented on the court, his mentality. One of the fiercest competitors to ever play sport at all. And I think you saw that, the respect for him in a lot of ways, like Novak Djokovic at the Australian Open signed the signed the camera all the way over in Australia with him. He had a relationship with Novak. He, 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 I didn't realize he had this these relationships with so many other sports stars. So many people. Um, and one thing that's sort of a little bit closer to us, uh, my buddy who I play in our Director's Cup with, uh, his name's HL, he's a member at Braemar, he posted this photo on Instagram, and he was just at Kobe's locker, he was younger, um, so it was probably five or ten years ago, but he posted this photo at Kobe's locker, and he's like, didn't want to th- everyone to think I'm a creep, but the, the what I found most fascinating about this photo was the pictures behind it, and, he, and in Kobe's locker, he had a picture of like five people or four people. He had um, Tom Brady, uh, Beckham, uh, and Tiger Woods. So three. And, and sorry, and Michael Jordan. Oh. So that's four. 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 <laughs> now that's so four. four people. Okay. That's so I, I think that he, he, there's a respect thing there where um Kobe and Tiger obviously had a relationship but I think it's it's really cool to know that as he was going through his heyday his prime he had pictures of those those he athletes in his in his um locker just kind of reminding him this is this is who I am this is who I emulate and Tiger was one of those people um and so to tie it in, Scotty, I don't, did you see the broadcast on Sunday when Tiger yeah. found out? Yeah. Um and obviously Joey told them as they were coming off 18 and Hats off to Joey. I mean, he knew. That's, that's not an easy thing to like not Keep let in. out of the box. And yeah. specifically, it, I think uh-huh. you'd be hard to find people that know Tiger better than than Joey, and to know that he had yeah. a relationship with him, and yet to get him through eighteen holes before telling him. Um, and it, it, as you mentioned, for all of us that didn't see, there's great video of him telling him and Tiger turning around and saying, "Excuse me." Yeah. Um, and you can see this national reaction. And then I thought Tiger handled himself greatly. The immediate interview with Amanda Villonis on CBS right after where he said, literally, I just oh, found yeah, out I, it's five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, uh, Tiger talked to pretty much detail. And Tiger doesn't give too much details usually, but he talked about how they had a relationship, 
how he you know used to work out with him when Tiger lived had a house in Newport um, and all of this one thing. So yeah, it was crazy that, that I mean, and uh, during the broadcast they were they were referencing how hard it would be for any of the players to uh, to, to play know about at that to time, know about I think it. People were screaming, "Do it for Mamba!" People were screaming, right. "Do it for Kobe!" Um, you know, you could obviously tell people are looking at their phones and you hear whispers. I'm sure Tiger being the laser focused athlete that he is, I, I can actually believe that he didn't know, but I think most of the other players probably knew, um, what would ha- what had happened. Uh, but Tiger didn't find out that he was off the course and that's, that's a touchy, that's, that's a difficult thing too, but at Tiger, and like you mentioned, their relationship with Joey. I guess Joey kind of knew, like, obviously he's going to be super focused. I'm not saying yeah. anything till yeah till afterwards. Um, but it, you know, it just I don't know. I mean, to, to have a relationship with someone, and, and not that they were best friends, but they were decent friends or good friends. To have that relationship with someone, and then have to give an interview about their death, a tragic death in a helicopter, like five minutes later. Five minutes I mean, later, yeah. obviously Tiger did did an okay job there in that interview. So, anyways, a sad a sad day. So to get to the tournament, yeah, it felt uh, it felt a little bit, you know, as everybody was probably perusing their phones and on Twitter and 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 changing in and out of going back to news stations and everything else to kind of find out details of of what had happened and to confirm it. Um, there's a golf tournament going on, and uh, Mark Leishman, as you mentioned earlier, wins the tournament. He shot seven under on Sunday. Yep. Uh, he played magnificently at, at Torrey Pines on a very difficult setup, very difficult golf course. Um, we had some big names in the mix. We had John yeah. Rahm, we had Roy McIlroy, we had Tiger. Obviously, um, Hole rejected his. I, I think. <laughs> I think we highlight. knew. I think we knew Tiger wasn't going to win. I think was that the second hole. Yeah, second hole. Second hole, the fourth hole. I think it was the second hole. The he literally dunks a shot from like a hundred something yards. It goes in the hole, and the hole just spits it out. Yeah. And it's like you just you you don't like the most disappointing birdie ever. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and I I just when that happens, it's almost like okay, it's not your day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of felt that way right off the top, and then everything changed pretty quickly in terms of your attention on golf. But uh, anyways, I thought the course played well. It's always a great tournament to watch. It's you can tell it's a major championship venue. It, you ha it's so long. It, yep. The rough is penalizing. The worst. You, you you know you've got and you have to be able to putt well. So I think that the course really is one of those few courses on the PGA Tour, like regular season tournament, where it doesn't just turn into a putt putting contest, right? I mean, this is a shot makers course. I mean, you think of um some other, there's some other bigger courses like on the FedEx Cup, like if, when we go out to Beth Page or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think of TPC as a course that's really like a very tough test of golf on the regular schedule. Yeah. And then you've got the majors of the majors. But but this one is sort of like it's a February golf tournament that plays like a major. So it's it's <laughs> it's, it's the real deal. I, I was on the grounds Monday, Wednesday, uh, walked both them. It, the rough was the high. The rough was the highest I've ever seen it. Um, countless of amateurs losing golf balls. <laughs> Monday, amazing. Wednesday, literally hitting the ball four or five yards off the fairway. It is a brutal test of golf. I tell everyone it's the most tired I've been after playing around at Torrey Pines. Because, yeah. like, it's just literally long par four after long par four. 
Um, a lot of undulations. Exhausting. So, but it but it played good. And and you know, hats off to to Leishman who did shoot seven under and a big. Yeah, boy that's golf the course. weird thing. It's like you you can you can put a number up there if you're putting well right. and you're driving the ball straight. Um, Rom played well. Um, had a chance to make a eagle putt on eighteen that would have got him in the playoff. Um, very interesting. He said he didn't know that he needed eagle. On 18 to get in the playoff, he thought Birdie would do it. Yeah. I, uh... Uh, so I'm confused by that. I'm confused what him and Adam are thinking about when they hit that second shot into 18. Sounds like it. Um, but nevertheless, as you mentioned, it was a really, really good golf tournament. Unfortunately, the mood kind of just took... Just fizzled. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like you were watching Augusta on Sunday, right? It felt like, okay... This is really not important golf tournament anymore. Yeah. But it's on in kind of the background of me checking Twitter and my phone to finding out who died in this helicopter. Yeah. 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 Um, it was. The, I mean, it, so when we, I, I we were keeping tabs on the golf on the golf all weekend. We were in Colorado, as right. you know, and we got off of the. Uh, it's you know what's weird is like, I was thinking about this the other day. Is like sometimes like a nondescript sort of Sunday or any day like can turn into like you know somewhere where there's very there's a there's probably there's probably going to be less than 10 or 15 days like this in your life where you just yeah. sort of remember where you were at that yep. moment right like september right. 11th i remember yep. where i was in the middle of the hallway in high school like when it happened and hearing about it and i i'll remember like when i got we got off the skis like literally just got off the ski slopes it hadn't been announced yet it wasn't like we were skiing and it happened and we were you know it was announced like we got off we ordered burgers and beers i Perfect. i put my stuff down i went over to put condiments on my burger and i came back to my phone and and emily said kobe bryant died and i'm like what like yeah. no like kobe bryant yeah, doesn't and die. i picked up my phone and then i saw like espn cbs breaking news like kobe bryant dies in and that was like 20 minutes after it actually happened yeah and so i'm you know we just got finished skiing for the day because we're flying back on sunday i'm like what like it just didn't even make sense you know and yeah. then you know we're trying to pay attention to some of the golf and it was it was just like i said it just seems like you know whatever but he just died before uh, he just died before his time so, yeah. so as you mentioned, um, Tiger, I thought looked really good, and I thought some very yeah. positive signs. Um, it was kind of cold, which tends to not play great in for him. cold weather uh, yeah. at right. the back. And um, but I thought he played really, really good, and I think positive signs moving forward to the schedule. I think he's ahead of where he was last year. I think he's kind of figuring out what it's going to take for him to peak when he plays. I, I, yeah. I don't know what what all that is. I don't know if it's a certain workout regimen, a certain stretching regimen, the, the, the amount of, of space he needs between tournaments, the gummies chewing com <laughs> combination of all of it. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but it's probably, probably a combination of all that stuff that, that he's sort of figured out how to get his body to recover and to peak when he needs to. And so, um, that, that takes time, right? Like it can take time between you know, how much golf do you play? How much don't you play? But, you know, he's refiguring out just how to manage himself. And yeah. you, you kind of sometimes have to start from ground zero and work your way up. And that takes many hours and potentially mm -hmm. many months. Yeah, no, but he, he, it seems like he got together. He looked good. His potting stroke looks good. There's nothing about his game that looks bad. You remember when he I couldn't? He drove, like, oh, he drove the ball absolutely great. Uh, great, yeah. Like I would you remember say, remember when he, had, he was fighting the even when he came back and he was like, "Good chip." It, well, well, no, that was that was that was a while ago. 
<laughs> that was when he had the yips for like a year. But no, even when he came back, when he the first year he came back after the back after the back was healthy, yeah, and he was in contention at like the Valspar. Yeah, mm-hmm. you remember that? Or, no, the Valero or whatever it was. The Valspar. The, the Valspar was yeah, in got, Florida, got, right? Got he third. couldn't. Yeah, he got third. He was in content, but he was still fighting the driver that yeah. whole year. Yeah. He was fighting right. the driver. And if you remember, if things. you remember at all, he's in Palmer, control now. He was in he was in contention and hit the ball out of bounds, which took right. a lot of contention. Right. At, yeah. At at Bay Hill. Yes. Right. And so he he sort of put himself in contention, but he just didn't have that con- kind of consistency. Now it feels like he's just got complete control of the golf ball. I mean, like with the the win at the Masters, the win at the Zozo, vintage Tiger, complete control, stripe show all the way down on Sunday, and he played really well at tour. He like the whole week, he just yeah. you know it was a couple bad breaks, a couple missed putts here or there. He four putted, I think, on, number one on on Friday. Was that Friday? He four putted all. Yeah, I mean, so there was just Saturday, like yeah. there's a couple of weird things. You say, well, if he two puts that and and the ball actually goes in the fucking hole that like dunked out of the hole. I mean, you, you know do what I mean? All day, yeah, but yeah, yeah. everyone could do that all day. Well, but Tiger, he's, he's Tiger, right there. So Tiger at Torrey South, number one. He's the same hole he double bogeyed twice in 2008 U.S. Open. Right. Um, he hates that opening hole. Yeah, yeah. I have a question though. Like it is that is, is a it's weird because I that's one of the. You know, I don't know. It's just a memorable hole. You're at Torrey. I've I played the South Course only a couple times, but it's a long hole, and it's the the. But it's not. It's just straight away. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's like it's the it's opening the gates to an actual like a a real grind. It's a little bit of a skinny fairway, and it's like one of those things. Like Scotty said earlier, is like you could be three feet off the fairway and And have a worse lie than if you're you're thirty feet away. Yeah, well, I age. will have to say I have not been fortunate enough to play Tory Pines. You should. I'm. I hope. I hope to soon, sooner than later. Valentine's Day is coming up. Steve, uh, sooner than later. Um, no, okay. but going oh, back no, to that'd be great <laughs> going back to uh, what you said about when he was coming back after his first like back. I remember him. I feel like when he was driving, he was just trying to smash the ball. And he looks, as you said, he is looking a lot more in control of his actions and with what he's, what his swing is looking like. It's just, like you said, consistent. Yeah. I'm with it. I love it. I agree. So Tiger's back. The golf season's Tiger's back, back baby. The golf season's completely <laughs> back, back. bitches. Uh, a year ago today, we were... We, or Where not were today. We? A year ago. No, A year yeah, ago almost. this week, we were heading to... Uh, Arizona. Heading to Arizona for waste management. It and feels Super a little Bo- weird. And Super Bowl weekend. We were almost... Right. We were almost going this year... But we just we just couldn't make it happen late. We've been no. traveling around so much, yeah. and we've got we've Must just got nice. lots to go. We also have a six. It's month. exhausting. Yeah, a lot of work. They travel, travel the world every week. No, it's, it's not of, the world. A lot just of the work nation. travel. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work travel, except for this. Not you know, travel. here's the thing: last we decided year was not work travel. No, trip, last year, we, last week was not work. Travel. A week and a half ago, we decided. No, you know what? We've been traveling a lot. I mean, the listen. It's only the last week of January, and we have yet. Yes, been traveling a lot since the mid since mid December since Pebble Beach basically, which is December seventh, and I mean that it all complicated. Also, is not a work. (laughs) (laughs) See what I'm saying? Okay, that wasn't a work trip, but I mean. Uh, we we had to take the trip. We had a deal. Oh, yeah, we to, we, but we got a deal. To, we committed we like a year before. But anyway. But anyway, what I'm trying to get at it is the fact that like it, it was exhausting and we decided last minute that, okay, no, we won't go to Arizona. It'd be good to be home. But now Steve and I looked at each other last night getting ready for bed and we're like, 
Oh, it would be fun to be. It would be so fun to be <laughs> at the place managed, like, like be there on Saturday. No. <laughs> so you know what? It's okay. I'll experience the FOMO. I'm having major FOMO not being down in Miami for the Super Bowl. It's the first time in mm-hmm. years with Fox that you know I'm not working, and neither are you, Steve. So. Um, Hey, you know, that's what best happens. Of you luck. guys get old and have to start having kids. Yeah. Yep. Hey, it doesn't mean I'm off the market. It means that people, like, if you you're listening to this, market, I am bro. looking for freelance opportunities on air or, you know, behind the scenes. So please, we come can on. We get you to Miami quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know I checked flights, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Only $700 from LA, direct flight, like Fort Lauderdale or Miami. Let's go. Which is not bad, actually. Steve? Uh,. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but anyways, we're, so waste management's come this week. It's just it's it's a it's one of the most like fun. so fun it'll be so fun. Obviously, it's the people's it's the people's golf tournament is what it's called. People's um, open. the yeah. people's open, and uh, there's just a lot of social media engagement on it already, and and you, you kind of see some of the some of our other podcast um, it's- friends out there, and a lot a lot of people in the social social media world that are. Uh, out there having fun our, our our friend and of the pod who's been on the pod kelly james out there roasting people already um playing 16 the whole grandstands on 16 it's just such a such euphoric a experience vibe. we had a great time last year and i'm looking forward to watching it again ricky defending champ uh hopefully he can get his he missed a cut at waste management but hopefully he'll uh get his stuff together this week and try to put a strong showing in to repeat um any uh, Hideki Matsuyama loves this course, plays well there all the time. I don't even know if he's playing this year, but he's there. he is. Phil Mickelson not playing nope. in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Phil, an ASU guy who's played this tournament, um, been one of the staples of this tournament forever. I feel like that's a, worth a little bit of discussion. Uh, look, I get the fact that you have a uh, a paycheck, <laughs> and uh, there's a, you can put a price tag on most things. I don't know when I have the kind of money that Phil has, you know, tens, hundreds of millions of dollars um, in my net worth. Would that be there's awesome. really <laughs> like a that there's really like a, a number that's going to make me go to Saudi Arabia to play a golf tournament when I can go to Phoenix. Um, so I, that's it, it, me personally. But I mean, I think num- it's a new the, experience. The number's probably big. I don't know if it's five million, ten million. Like he's going to he's getting paid a ton of money to go over there. So let's talk more about this when we get down to the world golf tour and the premier. Okay. Uh, we'll do Okay. Tour. So cause, cause Phil, uh, there's a reason I think for it. Okay. That's okay. fine. And I think just, uh, going back to, um, calling it full circle. Oh, baby's crying real quickly. I'll get my point across is that I think that it's, it's, I'm happy to see that the waste management um, as well as Super Bowl is this week, especially after what we experienced on Sunday, Monday, you know, just like kind of just this this low cloud that's been hanging over it, waste management. Like you said, Steve, is is fun, light exciting it's going to be a great weekend not only for golf but also for the world of sports being that it is also super bowl so it should be good all right i'm gonna go tend to the babe <laughs> be right back all right so what's next scotty um so we got some big news in your world the broadcast world that's right um it looks like according to some reports that espn plus has landed the pj tour live streaming rights um 
So the streaming package of PGA Tour Live that's currently offered by NBC Sports Gold will now be on ESPN+. And um, I think this is all very interesting. Um, I, I won't put you in a predicament to talk about your company and, and who you work for. <laughs> but I will say this. Well, I, I don't really work for Fox anymore, so that's I can <laughs> Okay. Um, but I think this is interesting. I think this is good for the tour. Um, I, I know uh, Jimmy Paterno, who now runs uh, all these big decisions at ESPN, has wanted to expand ESPN+. Plus. You see that doing with the UFC. They see mm-hmm. that doing with you know Peyton Manning. Ironically, they had detail with Kobe. Um, but I think it just it brings more vis- or viewers uh, to golf. Right, that have ESPN Plus and looking for something to do, um, and then also too, it, it brings back the partnership of Disney and golf, which which I think is really good. And right now, I went and went and looked it up today, um, and it's not that cost prohibitive. Right now, you can get a ESPN Plus bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu right now for twelve ninety nine a month. So yeah, so that's so golf fans, if you want to watch PGA Tour Gold, twelve ninety nine a month right now. I think that's a pretty good deal. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, I think, a good fit for, for ESPN and for the tour because I think anytime you know you get your product on ESPN, it's right. still the most consumed sports brand yeah. out there. Um, so whether, whether, you're, whether you're watching it on cable, whether you're watching it on an ESPN app or ESPN Plus, whatever it is, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be highly consumed. It's gonna be good for your brand, um, and so I think it's a great fit. As you said earlier, it's not official yet. This is just sort of ac- according to reports. UST, USA Today reported it, um, so I think it's a great fit. I, I thought it was either gonna be this or Amazon yeah. potentially um, for the digital rights. I think both of those make a lot of sense because the hardcore golf fan will go find where golf yes. is wherever right. it is. And so um, so it's just a perfect fit for that sort of thing. And you don't need it to be on the CBS app or the NBC app. It doesn't matter. If you need if you're if you're gonna go watch golf and you need to watch it on your cell phone or some type of uh, digital device, then you're gonna go find it. And so I think it's a good partnership. I think it's a good deal for the PGA tour. I think it's a win for ESPN plus, especially that product. So, uh, you know, hopefully there's there's more to come there in terms of maybe other partnerships with bigger sports brands. Um, you know, you've got the golf TV thing going on. But I think the PGA Tour does need to, and I thought they might, I thought they might shake something up with those early negotiations in terms of the major broadcast rights. Right. Um, they didn't end up doing it. In all honesty, I couldn't see them going away from CBS because of, the whole the whole Jim Nance thing and how yeah. much yeah and they're not leaving they they're not leaving the NBC because of the Golf Channel's partnership with them. well that that so that was the that was the juggernaut there because I had heard that there was a possibility and I still think the PGA Tour so the 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 economics of this haven't really been announced yeah. yet or, or disclosed inside yet. information here ladies so. I think that what the PGA Tour probably asked for, and I don't know, I don't, ha- I don't have concrete information on this, but I did read somewhere that they wanted some to sort of revenue sharing deal with the Golf Channel because 
the PGA Tour, I think, ideally was exploring the fact that they wanted to ha- start their own network, just yeah. like the NHL does and the M- NFL does, and the every, every other league has right. their own right. network that yeah. they own the complete revenue for. Right. The only sport that the only, and I don't even know if it's a major sport. Tennis has their own channel, right? Tennis is their own channel. I mean, like everyone, I guess so- soccer's a whole different deal. Yeah. It's a worldwide thing, but, but golf didn't have that. So, you know, I know that they were thinking, well, why not? Why not? start a PGA tour channel while yep. we let, while we letting NBC take all this revenue. So I think that there's going, because this deal got done, I think they probably had to do some type of revenue sharing thing with golf channel to make it work. And so that's a smart move on NBC's part because that was the only way they were probably going to keep the contract. Cause I could see, yeah. I love Dan Hicks. I love the NBC coverage, but I could see, I could see NBC going away and Pete and the PGA tour taking half of the golf channel staff and just saying, come work for the PGA tour network. That's and then it's just a whole different thing. That's interesting. And also remember the PGA tour is moving uh, from Florida to Texas, um, which might have something to do with kind of what they do with production and things like that. They're changing yeah. their headquarters. They're moving their headquarters to Corporate Texas. Headquarters, yeah. yeah. They're still have a new facility, I believe in Punta Verde beach as well. But I don't know what's going to be housed there. Me either. Um, uh, uh, so anyway, so that's that's still a, a big play. So, but for all of our listeners, if you have ESPN Plus, this is a win-win. Twelve uh, nine. Yeah, I already have it. So that's yeah, good. if you already have it, I'm glad but, I didn't like buy I mean, my, uh, my <laughs> Disney PGA Plus. Tour Live. Yeah. Well, no, I'm glad I didn't buy PJ Tour Live Gold, or. Yeah. Um, yeah, that thing because it's like fifty bucks a year or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, long story short, again, I think this is good. I think as more people will be able to consume live golf tent how they want it. So, we'll see from that. And in keeping things about the PGA Tour, uh, some big news with the Premier Golf League coming out. Interesting stuff. Yeah. I know nothing about this. Um, okay, so I've been a little off the groove with the Premier so Golf League, I'll so you fill down, me in. And this will I'll talk a little bit about what Phil did today. Um, So basically, the World Golf Tour is approaching agents and players about a premier golf league. And what this golf league would have is 18 events during the calendar year, uh, 48-player fields, so no cut, and 54-hole competitions for a $10 million purse. Hmm. Um, So... No, so basically, the idea is that the best fields, the best players, play against the best players, right? So and, yeah. let me, let me just ask a quick question before I finish this. So yeah. you say World Golf Tour? Are we? Is that a different organization? Or are you talking about the World Golf, the WGCs? No, 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 totally different. Totally okay. different. Because that's um, sort of the idea of the WGCs. They're, they're worth more money. It's correct, but this is a total different entity. Um, it's backed by basically Saudi money. Um, and a couple guys from Barclays, um, which is interesting because Phil played in the program today with two of the money guys behind the proposed Premier Golf League, uh, which is supposed to happen in either 2021 or 2022. Mm. And so they begin talking to all of the better players, and the idea is, again, the better players play against the best players. Obviously, there's more money for them. And this goes directly to compete against the regular stops on the PGA Tour. PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan has already put out a not only statement, but also apparently has sent out an email to all of the members of the tour, basically warning them against this. 
um, for our older folks out there will remember this is very similar to what Ernie Els and Rupert Murdoch tried to do in creating their own tour uh, some 20, 25 years ago. Um, and ultimately, that was shut down. Um, I'll go to what Ernie Els said about this. Ernie Els uh, talked about how this was a very interesting format and that he was ready to go with Murdoch and uh, the Shark a couple yeah. years ago. But ultimately, he knew that if this blew up, he wouldn't be able to come back to the PGA Tour, and he wasn't ready to give that up. Yeah, and Ernie's always been a big world golf guy. He's, yeah. He, he's yeah, well, played on both exactly. tours. He's South um, African. He loves just, to... just for our listeners to know, um, Rory has shut this down pretty much entirely. Rory has already talked about he's okay. a traditionalist. Um, he doesn't ever see himself leaving the PGA Tour and believes it's the best place for him right now. But also said that this pressures and these things that these guys are exploring could lead to changes on the current PGA Tour. Yeah. So all I think he's talking about is larger purses. Um, so the one guy that has seemed to embrace this idea and talked about how interesting it is and yet today played in the program with the two, two of the money guys behind it is Phil Mickelson. Of course. Um, so I'm, I don't have an opinion yet on this. I think obviously is... I have an opinion on why okay. Phil likes it, but... Okay, well, we'll hear that in just a second. But um, just so if people want to flesh out the details on this, um, Jeff Shacklefold on his website has a big uh, article on this where these guys did a huge Q&A explaining some of the details. So basically, it's going to be a team format. So 48 players, so 12 teams of four, a shotgun start on the first two days. So you play in five hours, so that way you have a better idea of and following all these top players. And then there'll be a, just like the FedEx Cup or the Tour Championship, there'll be a season-long type of award and financial benefit that goes to uh, the winning individuals. And how do they choose the teams? It's not, it's just like, is it a random pick? That I don't it? know, and that I couldn't, yeah. wasn't able to find. Um, so I would that, say that, that could have a tuned, huge. Right? That could have a huge impact on making money with bigger purses. Is like you know, if you got to play with some dweeb, like. <laughs> well, again, the idea is that there's no dweebs and that this is going to yeah. be a made-for-TV type of thing. Um, obviously, there's been no idea or no mention of a broadcast partner or anything. So like that. I, 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 and I'm, I'm sort of hearing this. I mean, I heard about it a little bit. I didn't know about the teams or anything like that. Yeah. So I, digesting this for the first time. I guess I would maybe watch this over, like champions champions <laughs> tour events. Okay. Like we were talking about this a little bit earlier, and like I just can't really get into champions tour. But yeah. if I could see like Ernie Els playing with Rory McIlroy, and it was opposite like the John Deere Classic, and there was a there was some big money. Why to do make. we pick on the John Deere Classic? Um, well, you know, whatever the, yeah. the Zurich. Sure. You make another thing. Team. Team. <laughs> um, so. I could I could see it doing doing okay if they worked with the PGA Tour to say okay let let's take yeah some events but then again then it's more you know I I don't know how the tour I don't know how they would work that out yeah. with the tour I, I'm just obviously the this. PGA Tour is very against this yeah I mean, direct it, comp- competition direct competition and I think it's also it's 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 kind of dumb in terms of like I don't think any of the world's like top 50 players were are really going to want to 
commit to these things opposite PGA Tour events, travel to different parts of the world and, and, and kind of complicate their schedules. Be a mercenary, to, if you will. Yeah. So the purses might be bigger than money, might, but I, I, I don't know that it has legs. At least it's my initial impression. I can certainly tell why Phil would like it. I think Phil has always sort of got a half half of his investors hat on, but I think if Phil was probably a bit of an investor here, he would also um, he'd also benefit. And it's 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 less it's less competition, right? So even if it's good players, I think Phil's Phil's sort of drowning right now in terms of like. <laughs> I can't find a way to make a cut. I can't find a way to like, you know, he's just all over Moving the place. Moving to Florida. Um, so, you know, I can see him saying, well, I got a better chance to win if it's 48 players instead of, sure. uh, you know, 160. Sure. So, and I'm showing up, so all I got to do is make some amount of money. It's a lot easier to make money. Yeah. Um, so I guess those are the logistics, as, as I mentioned. Um, those are kind of the outline terms. If you Again, these guys did a huge Q&A and answered a lot of questions. Um, and Jeff Shackelford on his website does a really good job of laying that out. Right. Um, so I would say we'll see. Is it an, is it an inevitable thing? Like they're going to do this or they no. still like, no, oh, yeah. no, yeah. no, they they're just talking. They're talking to agents and players about this. And if you read Rory's statement, Rory says, these guys have approached me for six years yeah. to do it. <laughs> so, um, so I guess we'll see on this type of thing. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. I, again, I think at the end of the day, you can put a number on anything. And if you, if you come in front of some of these guys that might be like top 20, top 30 players in the world, and they're going to get a ton of money and they know that there's some, I mean, you can see some people also too. They, they tend to do a woman's thing as well. Um, okay. so they're going to, uh, have the same thing for, for women as well. Okay. Um, so a good PR. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's really interesting. I, I mean, uh, like you said, not the first time something like this has come right. up, but uh, it's interesting. We'll keep an eye on that, and uh, we know where to go to get some more information. Uh, so that's Premier Golf League versus the PGA Tour. Uh, DJ and Brooks had some uh, interesting comments. Doesn't seem like they're too interested <laughs> in the Olympics. Yeah. Um, so this is starting again, which is still kind of surprising to me. Um, I mean, DJ and Brooks are sort of, especially Brooks, he's the number one player in the world. So yep. you would think if, you, if you're if you one of four people that can represent your country to go play in the Olympics, like, like sign me up. I mean, I know you're not playing for money. Same thing like with the Ryder Cup, though. Those guys aren't making any money off of it. So why wouldn't you want to compete against, you know, the other best players in the world? Um, I, I don't, I mean, I, I'm all for the Olympics. A tiger has expressed his interest in it. Yep. Cer- I think certain people that really feel that sense of pride and being, Ricky's a, got a tattoo. Ricky's got a tattoo. I mean, but I think those people just feel a real sense of pride in terms of being representing their country. And I think there's something really cool about that. And I think you can certainly start to tell who doesn't give a crap about that. Um, but, uh, I don't know. That's uh, I. Don't, I didn't. What did do you have direct quotes so, from either of those so guys? What Brooks says was it will depend on how he feels and how his body feels. And right now, the four majors and the FedEx Cup are way more important than the Olympics. Um. So basically, he is saying if I feel up to it and it makes sense, I'll go. 
Um, Dustin Johnson basically said, me and my team are working a way that we would fit that into our schedule. Well, DJ said that. DJ said that. Brooks talked about the four majors and FedEx Cup being more important right now. Um, And so, long story short, I I don't think these guys, or at least these two, don't seem to be much motivated by a trip to Japan to play for free for their country. I just think that they, yeah, it's they have the just all about me mentality. It's what fits best in my schedule. This is the way that I I'm taking yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. Of like I don't want to sacrifice, you know, my opportunity to potentially win all this all these million dollars at the end of the year by going to the Olympics. Well, and I, I think what do you think that says about them? I think they're they're corporate. Remember, these guys are corporations. Right. Yeah. And they look out for themselves first and foremost. Now, I'm a fan of the Olympics, and I think it would be an honor to for these guys to compete. Obviously, I'd like America to win the gold. So I want our best golfers to go. However, I don't feel like it's in my place to criticize someone in an individual sport for saying, hey, I'm competing for millions and millions of dollars to try to feed a family and try to be the best person I can be. Oh, because if, he won't be able to feed the if, family. If, if Olympics <laughs> don't fit into the schedule, because again, these guys can't play every week. Right. Right. And sometimes I think as golf fans, we expect them to play more than a reasonable amount. There is no off season essentially. Right. And so now when you jam a Ryder cup into the season and jam Olympics into the season, it complicates their schedule. So I don't really blame anyone for saying, hey, I'm not that motivated to go to Japan for free when I can go somewhere else and make a lot more money. Yeah, I, I, I'm i with you. I, I be The difference with golfers... Over I'm not, for the record, with either of you. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I want them to go and play, and I think they should go and play. I think it's just but, straight out selfish. Well, I... I think what it they, happens once every four years, and you can't. That's true, and, and I, think, I get the fact that you that have to schedule, be you have to be one of the best four golfers to even get in. Exactly. So I think that that's and to they, me, are, I think they are. That's an honor. But there's a couple things. I think it'll take time for it to to become that honor. Golf is this is only the second year that golf's been second time. Been, second time. Well, it was way it was earlier, in Rio, back in like right. the, it came back, back in the I want to say the 30s, right? And it came back for the first time in like 50, I don't know, yeah. a long freaking time. Um, it came back. And so that prestige isn't, isn't as built up yet. A lot of players didn't go play in Brazil and they, I think they just blamed Zika on it, but it really was. Like, no, it wasn't know. a lot of players actually. It was like two. No, it was a lot of players that would have qualified that didn't go. Rory oh. didn't go. Obviously that- Tiger didn't go. Like, the, like, the, like nobody went. It was Matt Kuchar and like, Ricky, <laughs> Justin, from, Justin Rose went. Ju- well, no, but I mean from the U.S. Oh, well, I, I mentioned Rory too. But anyway, so uh, but I think the point is is that like the Olympics are mostly individual competitions, like mostly. Like, yes, there's still baseball. There's, there's well, basketball. who leads the point? Should the Olympic golf competition be a team competition? I think it should be do. It should be both. I should. I think that there should be an individual and there should be a team. Similar okay. to because I mean look at well, I, look I at swimming, look at track. Idea. The look, other thing I would say that they that the PGA Tour needs to think about like other sports leagues is is that you, you might need to take some time off. You might need yeah. to take three weeks off and say there are going to be no other events to play. So you actually yeah, but they can, lose money that way. 
Oh, oh, of course, but every yeah, so does but the so NBA. does every so well, does the, every it's sport. In, it's, in, it's in the it's summer, in the summer, so the, so the NBA, NBA doesn't, doesn't play. The, I'm sorry, the NHL right. did, right. but but they knew for the better for the best of the sport to have their best athletes go compete against each other for the countries was also yeah. some good PR. I just don't think golf is that motivated to be a great Olympic sport because <laughs> of the fact that it is so new, and because of the fact that like now the Olympics said, hey, we want you in. The PGA Tour and these guys aren't like they didn't grow up with that. The Olympics doesn't mean the same thing to these right. golfers that it does for figure skaters, no. right, or swimmers, right? No, but they also like figure skaters and swimmers. That's what they work. That's the exactly. ultimate, that's, that's, the that's the ultimate goal. goal. Golfers, the it's only not. goal. They, they right. make money and, doing their individual thing. To, to Brooks's elsewhere. point, the four majors in FedEx Cup are more important. And ask anyone that's on tour; they'll tell you. Those but, are hey, if I can compete at Augusta, the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, and the PGA, that's I'm going to focus there. Of course you're going to focus there, but, it's, but the, the Olympics isn't going to take you away from doing those things. Uh, yeah. Here's the you thing. you got to rest. Here's the if, thing. If we've learned anything, that like how important rest is. Yeah, but the guy who has to rest the most is saying that he is making a point that he really wants to be there, and that's the guy that basically we'll see. leads the game of golf. We'll see. Tiger Woods. We'll see if he in goes. In terms of every, we'll see if he goes. You don't think he'll go? I hundred percent he goes if he's if he qualifies. The two, fifty percent of the guys that qualify right now said they ain't going. Basically, well, no. DJ is DJ less than fourth. Is DJ, DJ well, fourth? so so so. Brooks just, is just one. FYI, Brooks, right. just FYI. Right now, Tiger would go. Right. If 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 it's and he's today, on record he also saying saying that, that he would like yes. to enjoy to go. But Brooks is on the record of basically saying. I ain't that interested. And DJ said, my team will work a, find a way to fit it in the schedule. <laughs> they don't sound that motivated to go. So two out of the four that would go aren't that motivated to go. I'm, I think majority of the guys on tour, I think it'd be a tough sell. Here's my philosophy on this. I, I, I don't think agree. That I think majority of guys go. They don't get but, paid to go. But they will. They will. It's, it's, it's all about... It's all about um, Ambas- not ambassadorship. It's all about like I don't even know what I was going to say in that respect. Like you're going to make money, basically what Steve is saying, and I agree with that. You're going to make money for the fact of going because of all of the advertisers that are but going Brooks to back and you. I already have that. I I get that, but it's just a different stage. But my point is, is that for Brooks and Tokyo, Brooks and DJ. What do you mean Tokyo? Like. I don't think that I don't think that they're adding anything to their brands by going to play in the Olympics. I think I, I think, think they I think I mean I'm gonna ask you this: how much how much more money is Justin Rose worth because he won a gold medal versus him winning the it's U.S. A, Open? Honestly, I, it's, that's at hard, the end it's, of the day, it's hard to equate, but it, yeah. it, it it's on his resume. Like it's at it's the end of the on, day, it's, been on it's commercials a part. When it's he's an honor. His, it's been do, it's it's been mentioned in his Morgan Stanley commercials or whatever it is. Like I bet you're an I mean, Olympic I, gold medalist. That I mean, says, guys could put it into their deals now with advertisers yeah. to say like, I, if I, I win a gold I, medal, I get I get a of, five million dollar. Of, of bonus. course they could, yeah. but let's again, these guys are corporations from the people that okay. hire the nutritionist, the caddy, all of those people. So Absolutely. you're gonna you're gonna look at those people and say, hey, we're gonna not go to this tournament where yeah. we would make ten thousand dollars this week. And I want you to go compete for the and help me win this gold medal. Ten thousand dollars doesn't mean that much. To here's most. the thing: okay, ten million dollars. Okay. Those, and by the way, you're not going to get paid this week for everything you do. All right. Shame, first of all, I'd like maybe going out into left field here, but I say shame on the tour 
for actually creating a schedule that conflicts with the Olympics, especially because that's fair. Be, especially uh, yeah. because you want to have it's good so, publicity, it's good marketing to have the best of the best players I feel like we could do representing. A whole on this. I know, and maybe we'll get to that in the summer when the Olympics are actually happening. But let me give yeah. get to my point: is that to it's great PR, great mar- advertising, marketing, whatever for the sport of golf. Yeah, that's that's for right. the that's sport. A great like, point. for the sport of golf Not to have your play. four doesn't matter about the corporation. So then that leads me to DJ and Brooks if they're poop poop. poop it and saying that oh no i'm too good for it i'm gonna focus on me and then you have the great of the great tiger being like yep i'm all in a what does that show what does that tell you in differences of those two of those three individuals well, two against one no no no. and two and two it doesn't it's show an, me much different but yes it does just selfishness selfishness versus honor no people no it's just people want to play for the country or they exactly or self they, or they want to play the for themselves for their quote-unquote what guy well, says their corporation worry about i understand that he doesn't so. but neither do any of these guys yeah, they make no, millions they of dollars it's an honor it's a badge of honor and personally and as a majority of people know on this podcast and if you don't i was a swimmer and my one goal in life was to make it to the olympics clearly i did not otherwise i wouldn't be doing this podcast maybe i would be doing something else and on tv a little bit easier but in any event it's it's i get it it's golf it hasn't been here for a while it's the second time that it's coming back around and however many years but the fact of the matter is it would be great for the sport of golf if the every, best of the, the best, best would play during the Olympics. I think it would That's be good I think it would be good for golf. As a, exactly. as a, in the totality, I don't necessarily think it adds anything to the PGA Tour on those guys, right? Like it does nothing for the tour. If, uh, it doesn't matter if again, it does nothing are, for the to- so these, like the sport of golf so, and the so PGA are, are so very, coincide. Let me ask you, coincide. So like when you when you grew up swimming or gymnastics, like the Olympics is the biggest thing in the world at that Any, time. Anyone yes, growing that up. grows up and like plays golf and AGA tournaments, yeah, they like, look to do the masters to, and exactly. And exa- they, they I get care it. Less about the Olympics. But to, to your point, hey, I, what's up? <laughs> uh, uh, our cousin we, just walked we in. Got a great. We got great. a party. No, but to your point is the fact that the 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 thing is is that golf has not been in the Olympics since I don't know what that right. year is. Exactly. And you so keep saying that. Like, I've said this a hundred times. I said it three. That was my third time. And the reason being is that yes, they haven't grown up accustomed to right. thinking that way, but. Golf, the sport of golf, PGA Tour, whatever it may be, had four years to think about it and come to terms with the schedule and say, oh, you know, the Olympics coincide with X, Y, and Z in so, 2020. There's two things. One, it, it's hard to equate whether or not the PGA Tour actually financially gains from it yet because it's the only second, it's sure. only the second right. time. Correct. So if it's good for the game of golf, Theoretically speaking, there are a lot of indirect ways that it does increase the awareness of it, the uh, the exposure of star players around the globe. Of course, um, more than uh, just a PGA Tour event does, like the Zurich Classic. So why you hate okay? So mark my words. So let me finish. Oh, talk for like an hour. Yikes. So the. So <laughs> that's hard to equate monetarily. I think, especially over time of Olympics and Olympics and Olympics, the more prestige that grows, 
the better it will be from a from a, a sort of monetary place where you can actually equate what what it's worth, right? And I think the prestige will go for the players too, where they want to come. So, but it's 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 sort of hard to debate against the players not wanting to go if they can go make money at another tournament. I can I completely understand that selfish the, the, son of a bitch. But the I guess the <laughs> one potential solution to that, if the PGA Tour would take a month off yeah once every four years right, right. so that's or it doesn't you, even have to be a month right it could just be it could be three weeks yeah two, it's yeah. just three weeks then you would you would basically just say for that one year then you you cut back into the old schedule where you're cutting right. the fedex cup playoffs into right. the football season right. and, and I so can, now you just push that that one olympic year you push it back and you give the guys a break and so i think that makes it um more that sense. makes it somewhat, but again, now the PGA Tour side of that though is, well, you're only taking the four best American players, the four best players from each country. Why do we halt so everybody else? We're holding else. up an entire yeah. tour in ways to make money for these, all these other people those weeks when they could, you know. Or, or how about because they they're the four money. best players in the world, they have more, the probably at that point in time, but again, more if you're points. Ju- if you're just every, pushing, time out. If, if you're Hold just on. pushing the schedule back, it doesn't, shouldn't affect everybody. But it's all about points, right? So it's, if those top four players are not there for three weeks and they kind of fall a little bit or dip no, a little bit on the just, point you system, hold you on. push the schedule hold on. back. So great, it doesn't, great. It doesn't but you hurt also, anybody. You also just said, well, I mean, why would they do that? Like, because it's only four players. And I'm saying, okay, if they're the best four players in the world that have and hold the most points because they're the top four – Will it really hurt them it, in the long run towards the end of the season if they don't get those points for the two or three weeks? If anything, towards the end of the season, it'll make it more competitive because if you have more of a playing field of more people competing for the championship. To Emily's point, official, goal, official world golf rankings are on what they call a rotating window scale. And so points that occur later and closer to we the can't date try are, to explain this right are worth more. <laughs> so therefore, as we get to closer to June, Tigers win at Masters and Zozo will be worth less points. So, so right. hello PGA, hello, strong. yeah, like so, like please, like it, I don't think the golf world or the like executives this. or PGA has even thought about that one of every four years, and not to mention, like I said. Towards the end of the season, it'll actually be more exciting to watch the field of play at the end in playoffs because there's going to be a tighter field because of they're all they're all looking. Doesn't make any sense. Nothing you <laughs> does it not make sense? Does, it, does that not make sense? I got you. People, I can you exactly, please let me know it that I got exactly what you're saying. Thank you, Scotty. And to your point, as I mentioned, there is more of importance on world golf ranking points later in the season because of the fact. As we get closer to June, it will matter a lot more. But if you're just shifting now. the schedule, it doesn't matter. Right, it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying, That's, you just so every four years like, you have more of a. You guys, cut. Just, you just spent like another ten minutes talking. No, about I didn't. It. I think that there's matter. a lot of listeners that are on my. There's team. a lot of listeners that have no idea what we're talking about with the Olympics, yeah, especially yeah, talking sorry, about official okay, talked, golf ranking. That's right, like a. That's like we're, a just we're a, months away on the Olympics. We'll, we'll talk about that. Like we'll do an Olympic edition, everybody. Anyways. So that was well, a lot of jargon over that. that, that jargon. Listen, listen to like, um, 
like you're being mean. Yeah. Like no, what's I don't think what's I'm being a, mean? I, I think I think we uh, I think we spent about fifteen minutes too long on on that. Steve, what's interesting? Steve's it's, getting mad. I think it is. Interesting, I think it's but very I think interesting. We made our point. Oh yeah, Steve's saying I think it's interesting when he's shutting us down, being like <laughs> I don't know all about this jargon. Yeah. Huff puff all you want, honey. <sighs> I spent nine hours talking about Tiger and Kobe. All right, well, great. I think we spent about three minutes talking about that, and we spent about 20 minutes talking about... But how about we talk about this weekend? This This, weekend. It's it's so much fun. And Um, and, uh, picks? Do you guys have picks? Well, I got a pick, but by the way, so we were there. So go look at our Instagram, um, and you can reminisce with us a year ago today. Steve saw his Pats win. It was a great weekend. It was a great Mm -hmm. weekend. Uh, This Mm -hmm. week, I'll make a pick. Who is it? I'm saying Kevin Nah. Going Kevin Nah. I'm going Nah. Going Nah. Shout out to Kenny Harms. Yeah, shout out to you boys. Um, we'll, see, we'll for all of our listeners. We'll, we'll I'd hear love from him for that. soon. That would be so much uh, awesome. That well, would be so. Your boy awesome. already locked it in, so it's done. Um, I'm gonna go. Matt Wolf. Ooh. Oh, going young, young gun. That could be fun. I haven't really thought about well, it. You don't well, spot. let's yeah, <laughs> start thinking. Um, I haven't even looked. Steve, you field. don't even know who's in the playing field, do you? No. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you guys have the the playing field memorized. Well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Emily, you're trying to stall. No, she asked you a question, and you're stalling, trying to look at the field at your phone. Nope. Uh, you have Arnold, no, really, Bradley have no Berger, Bradley Burns, Collie, Chalmers, <laughs> Chet Powell, yeah, Choi, Clark, Connors, Cook, Domin, Duchambeau. That's right. I called it. Who do I have? Yeah. I told you, Kevin Na. Okay. Sorry. Do you not remember? That was, and you didn't make a pick? No. I'm There's Ricky. Ricky. Like, is he going to do a double? Is he coming back and... Do a double? Not double. Is back he coming back. back? Back to back. He's going to do a double? I mean, he might be doing <laughs> a double shot. Double. No, I don't, think, I don't think Ricky's going to do a double. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't awesome. have a strong feeling about this field at all. Like, it's, there, I don't, there's not, who, what other big names are playing? Uh, well, Phil's not. Yeah, Phil's not. Tiger's not. Tiger's not. Rory's not. Uh, Brooks and DJ are not. Not. They're in uh, Saudi Arabia. So... I don't know who's playing. You I really speed, don't know who's uh, playing. Speed, Besides Ricky. Well, Jordan Speed's playing. He's not going to win the tournament. <laughs> hey, well, you never know. Give me it the might field. Be his comeback Just give me here. the field versus. Uh, Fino's playing. Right? I mean, the more I think about it, uh, Ricky. Pro- playing. I'll take Hideki Matsuyama. Matsuyama's a good pick. Yeah, Tony's playing, playing Fino. Exactly. That's who I'll take, Matsuyama. Matsuyama. That's a good pick. All right. Well, well, on that note, boys and girls, ladies and gents. I hope you enjoyed this podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little... Uh, a little long-winded, but that's okay. It's okay. We got all into the Olympics, and who's going to play, who's not going to play. It's getting me all excited. Oh, well, I'll leave then. Jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, all right, guys. Well, as always, don't forget to rate us on... All of the platforms. Uh, five stars would be awesome. Well, you awesome. can only rate us on iTunes. You can't rate us on Twitter or Instagram. But you can Spotify. rate, rate us Spotify. on Spotify. The podcast platform, Steve. What are you can doing? you even rate on Spotify? Oh, my God. I don't think you can. Is yeah. the sky blue? Yeah. 
<laughs> the sky's blue. Oh, sometimes. so there's your answer. Sometimes oh. it's gray. <laughs> Okay, okay. This guy? All right. So, guys, it's been real. We love you. We are thankful for you. Thankful for your just every day or every week you listening to us. And uh, we do it for you guys. <laughs> we do it for you. <laughs> Enjoy the Super Bowl this week. Who we got Super Bowl picks? Uh, Quick. Oh, shit. There's only two. You know? so it's not an oh shit. No, this no, is. I don't know. This is a tough one. I'm going squares and prop bets this time. I'm not even going to bet on this one. I'm, I've, I've been you on a bad suck. streak. I'm Who do you like? Casey. You are going the Chiefs. Yeah. I want to say Casey, but I could I could I see, see their team winning. Garoppolo this game. winning too. Well, it's more about the San Francisco defense. No chance. It's more about the defense. Seven picks. I want to see. I want. I, no, he I, won't I, throw seven picks. He might won't. He might not even throw the ball seven times. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're gonna right. run the ball the entire right. game. Yeah. All right. So I, if I had to take someone, I'm taking Casey. So we'll be and we Chiefs. will review uh, who's the win. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Uh, keep listening. Instagram, Twitter. You know the handles. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.